No need to whine and slimy balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Why do I feel like you're further over than normal? I think I am. Is that okay? It doesn't matter to me. I've just got to slide over more to get to you. I'm very, I'm actually very comfortable. Okay, well, I'm glad you're comfortable. Um, we're late. For a very important date. <laughs> um, we, Lily had an awesome chorus concert tonight. That was fantastic. They did a good job. So, Mrs. Olson, I don't know if you're going to see this. You're probably exhausted right now, but holy moly, what a concert. Kudos to Mrs. Olson. Yes. Kudos to all the kids. Yes. Um, they were, okay, they were like doing hand motions while they were singing. Yeah, the hand, the choreography. But, okay, well. Hand choreography. Right, but it was hand choreography while they were singing all the tons of kids on the risers right. in sync right. doing hand choreography. Right? Practice that. That looked really hard. Okay. And then um, Lily and some other students yes. danced yes. during This Is Me. Yes. Wasn't that awesome? Yes. I loved that they added hand stuff. I loved that they added dancing. Yes. And I loved that their song... <laughs> Help me out, Wabu Wan. Wabu Wan is all about the Malaysian kites. That's what Wabu Wan is. Oh, I thought it was something about the moon. No, it's don't quote me. If they're, I, if they're kites. Okay. So all the kids made those kites for the song, Seth. Oh, those flags were kites. Those weren't flags. Those were kites. Oh, she said flags. Oh, so. maybe they're, maybe they're. Am I screwing up? I have no idea, and I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> Did she say flags? Lily! <laughs> banished her upstairs because she was too Lily! Loud. Yeah. Were those flags or kites? What? Were those flags or kites? Um, I think they were flags. I thought they were kites. It's like the progressive auto commercial that we want to see the instant replay. Okay, so now I'm going to look it up. I guess so. I'm totally having a brain... Something. Freeze. Yeah. Okay, so the decorations were awesome. I'm yes, just... Yes, it was a multimedia experience. I Like, I loved it. Yes. And kudos to your mom and Joe for coming. Yes, and being in an absurdly crowded... <sighs> that was a lot of people. We're not used to that anymore. A lot of people that in my was... concert. 
So I have, this is like such a wonderful week. I have so much stuff going on. Um, I have, <laughs> okay, so we'll start with, this is, this is not the official new copy though. This was the copy that I like. Cut in half. <laughs> that I, I, I made it smaller and I edited it. Yes. And, um. Whiny Palooza book two. Whiny Palooza book two. Whiny Palooza gets less whiny because the first book, Whiny Palooza, they're both on Amazon. The first book was when my kids were little and super whiny. Yes. So the second book, they're getting less whinier. Yes. And the third book will probably be the teenage years. Yes. So I have finished book two. It is on Amazon. Yep. Um, would love for you to get a copy. Would love to get your feedback. I hope you enjoy it. Um, this was hours and hours. It was a lot more than hours. This was months. This was. It was a year. That was this, what a couple of years in the making. Um. Well, this ends like um, the kids are about to go back to school after COVID, so we're behind. Like we're not up to date. Right, so, it's like watching a reality show, and they're already past the reality show when it airs. Okay, so the bottom line is, Go I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep making books, and I'm gonna, I'm not, it's not gonna be like present time because it takes a while to make a book. Right, if you want present time, you gotta tune in live here or read the blog. And right, Randy oh, knows. Oh, the blog is up to date. Yes. This is what I'm saying. Um, so the new blog that is out today. We're going to talk about. At whinyfluza.com. Yes. Is basically my book report. It's way more than a book report. Uh, it's my lessons learned from the book. There self, you go. Self-compassion. Interpretation and analysis and recommendations. Well, and I. And now I want to read the book. And, and five pages later, I had to stop because I could have kept writing about this book. You probably could have written approximately. 294 pages about self-compassion. So, so um, we all want to be, I think we all want to be more compassionate about ourselves. No, I want to hate myself more. Listen, if you read the book. Yes. If you have stuff to share, put your comment below. Yes, chime in. If you want me to do a separate, like, live session where you join in yes, or where we do a zoom call. Like if you want to actually like discuss the book, yes, let me know. Cause I don't know. I know a lot of you bought the book. I don't know who got through the book. That's because the secret about book clubs is they don't, all the people don't always read the book. Well, and I'm, you know, a little sad that my book club has turned into a coffee club. Your physical in-person one. That's why we created this one. Well, that's not all. That has nothing to do with it. Okay. And this, we also, you also created this one where people will read the books. No, this came, this came about before my book club became a coffee club. Got it. Um, but now I think I'm going to start the Whiny Flusa book club with this was the first book. Yes. So the second book I think is going to be more entertaining. This was really deep and really good. But I think that the next book we need to make more entertaining. So okay. I'm open to your suggestions. Got I think some entertaining books. I think Kristen had a suggestion that I will look into. Um, I had suggested it ends with us because it was such a deep topic. Yeah, that, that was some serious. That stuff. was some serious stuff. Mean, if, if, if if you do that for your Whiny Palooza book club, are you going to read it again? 
Yeah, I'm going to read it again. Okay. Because I have to, like, analyze it. Aha. Uh -huh. and, and write about it. Okay. So I do have to read it. I have to get it from my mother who didn't like it and didn't finish it. <laughs> See, she would have been bad in the book club. Did you know that she didn't like it? No, I did not know that. She said, oh, horrible. Too disturbed. <laughs> Too disturbing. But I actually really liked it, even though it was disturbing. Yes. Okay, so... Self-compassion. So I read about self-compassion. It took me a long time to read it because it was so deep. It's okay. He's just asking for attention. Um, okay. So depression, insecurity, anxiety. So many people suffer from it. And she says this is due to our self-judgment. She says we are judging ourselves all day and it's affecting our mental health. For sure. Did you know that? I have resembled that remark at times. She wants us to just accept what is with an open heart. And I think I've gotten a lot. I, I think I have a, I see the progress. Yes, you are resisting the, less and you are being nicer to yourself. Yes. I think that resistance is. Futile. Is one of the biggest reasons for pain. Sure. And going with the flow is one of the best ways to fix our mental health. I think it I love that help. you're flowing back I was there. Flowing. Okay, so one of the things that multiple therapists have pointed out to me, including Dr. Neff, is that we are so kind and compassionate to everyone else, and we are not kind and compassionate to ourselves. So she says to treat ourselves like we treat our friends. Did you know that? You have told me that before, that that is what we need to do, is you wouldn't treat a stranger that way, you wouldn't treat your friend that way, so why are you doing that to yourself, right? We treat other people better. We do. So she wants us to shift that. Um, she also says that our self-criticism leads to unhappy relationships. Did you know that? I did not know that. So we assume that our partner is judging us as hard as we're judging ourselves, and it makes us unhappy in our relationship because we're making negative assumptions that aren't true like i would tell you i am usually way kinder to you than you are to okay you. so so what i was gonna say and what you agree with is it is very clear to me like usually you would pick a partner who agrees with your self-criticism and brings you down you, okay that doesn't sound like much fun to me well, oh we, misery loves company i don't we know we don't want to pick a partner who um, validates our negative feelings about ourselves. Right, we don't want to do that. We right. don't want to do that. Yes, I agree. So I did not do that. So I, I, cheerleader. I married somebody who is so much easier on me than I am on myself. Yeah, if you could see and, yourself through my eyes, you wouldn't beat yourself up. Well, your, your compassion for me has made me more compassionate for me. Do you know that? I did not. That's awesome. So if I'm upset about anything yes. and I bring it to Seth, I bring it to him without fear of his reaction. I bring it to him and he cares and understands and empathizes and supports me and makes me feel better. And the words that he says to me helps me to change my thought process because I am so critical and self-judging and I beat myself up. Yes, although the other day you were said, I know how you're going to respond and I know what you're going to say. And I very pleasantly surprised you. And I thought you did something brilliant, 
which is you made a reservation and said, honey, I need my sweet, understanding husband to respond to this. Can you make sure he's here right now? Okay. Which is really smart of you. Okay, so we have to write that down for a marital blog. Yes. Because I think that was a good preface. I think I made an appointment with my loving, kind, understanding husband. Right, you didn't want me to be mad or cranky or angry to you. Because I didn't think that you were gonna like what I was about to say, but what I was about to say had nothing to do with me. Correct. So I didn't do anything wrong. So I, I it wasn't about me and I wasn't worried, I wasn't worried at all about my own self-criticalness because it was about a situation that I didn't think you were gonna like. Right, and you just didn't want to deal with my your perception. You didn't want to deal with your you didn't want to deal with the negative attitude you thought I was going to have. Is that correct? A hundred percent. Okay. And yeah, like that wasn't me being critical of myself. That no. was me being worried about talking to you about something that had nothing to do with me. Yes, but yeah, I thought you handled it really well. Well, I will. I you will. Should make more reservations. I will do that again. Yes. Okay. So. The three main components to self-compassion are self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. And she says with those three components, we drastically increase our compassion. So she starts with self-kindness and she says it's, it's not... Um, it's not just about self-love. Self-love doesn't take us to the same place that self-compassion does. It's very different. And when she talks about self-kindness, she talks about having empathy and support for ourselves. So Marshall Rosenberg wrote the book, Nonviolent Communication, that I'll have to get. And he emphasizes four questions to increase self-kindness. What am I observing? What am I feeling? What am I needing? Do I have a request of myself or someone else? Do you ever ask yourself those questions? Not all four and not as often as I would now like to, but I have definitely asked myself a couple of those questions. I like the, I, the what am I observing I think is really good because it takes you outside of yourself as if you're looking in on yourself and that would reduce whatever negative, for example, emotional intensity you've got at the moment. Hmm. I just think that if I asked myself what I need, I don't know that I would know the answer. I think you're underselling yourself. Okay. I think you absolutely always know what you need if you take the time to figure it out. Okay, so I think I need to ask myself more. You knew what you needed the other day when you wanted to talk to me about the thing. Yeah, but that also, again, that had nothing to do with me. We need something that has to do with me. Okay, well, what about the other thing? Well... That had to do with you. Um, you were all upset, and I was I not. Needed, I needed an understanding husband, and he showed up. How about that? And you were all upset about something that had happened, and I think you were you were all afraid I, I was going to be mad at you, and I was not mad at you. Um, when I make a mistake, Seth is an awesome example of how to treat someone who makes a mistake. Um, how come you don't get upset? In that instance? No, in general. Okay. In life, in in our 18, 19 years, I have to do the math. I don't even know the math. 2004. 18. Um, 19. This is 19. Okay. So, fe will February be 19 Stop. years? Focus. 
Okay, in our 19 years, yes. I bring you a mistake yes. that I have made. Yes. And like, I'm gonna cry, you're so kind. Well. How I, come? Is that a bad thing? No, but I don't do that to myself when I make a mistake. How come you are so kind to me when I make a mistake? Um, I think I love you more than you love you. Huh. I think that I can see that you're already upset. I know how hard you are on yourself. Beating you up isn't contributing to the beat up Rebecca party. Isn't going to do any good. And I'm never going to be able to beat you up more than you would. And I wouldn't want to win that competition anyway. Um, a lot of it isn't about me. That helps. I think I'm not as good yet when, like, if you are attacking me for something I did that you think I did wrong. Right. I'm not as wonderful yet. I'm working on that every time. Well, I shouldn't do that. No, no, no. I mean, there's stuff that I, I'm not perfect. I do stuff wrong and it upsets you. And I have been working on for years and make progress all the time on being less reactive and less defensive in that situation. Yeah. Well, I guess I need to keep taking lessons from you. But, but I think that what is interesting is, so we know that I'm too hard on myself. If I wasn't so hard on myself, would you still be so kind? Why don't we find out? <laughs> be, be I, don't, I don't want no, to. That I, was dude, the I'm wrong not gonna make answer. Up, I'm not going to make up the slack and go, oh, she's not beating herself over this. I should help her out there. No, I think we should try that because... I just want you to be nicer to yourself. I'm not suddenly going to say, now I got to beat her down because she's not doing it to herself. Okay, but what I told you the other day, what you know, when I write these blogs, I have self-realizations. Yes. And what I realized when I was writing this is that I'm super hard on myself because I think that it protects me and nobody can, nobody else will be harder on me. So you see that it's self-protection. Yeah, but who are you protecting yourself from? From the world. Nobody else okay. can be harder on me. <laughs> okay, but has this happened on a regular basis that you still need to protect yourself? Or is this something that maybe was from childhood, maybe was from a previous relationship, and no one's beating you up anymore and you could stop? Okay, so what you're pointing out is that we form protective habits, habits when we need them. And then when we don't need them anymore, we don't get rid of them. Right. You forget that you should go clean the garbage out of the basement and have it be all beautiful. Well, like, I was told to clean the scum out of the bathtub. Remember that? I do remember I that. Cleaned Not the, literally. Our I bathtubs cleaned, are nice. I, I cleaned the scum out. The metaphorical scum before and, we met. And now I need to clean the scum in my head. You have some garbage left over in your head from previous experiences yeah, that you, yeah. is no longer serving you. Could, yeah. that be, could you consider that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mic drop. <laughs> okay. So, example, <laughs> example of self kindness. Okay. So this is not self kindness, and then we'll respond self kindness. My daughter comes home, all upset that she got something wrong on a test. Yes. Okay. And she's like, "I'm so upset that I got this wrong on the test." Like, like got, just like, like eighty six or something. No, that's was not it? what I'm. It was like a ninety six. Okay. Ah, oh, she was pissed off at that one answer, huh? Yes. And what I, I this, this is what I wanted her to say. I wanted her to say, "I studied, I tried my best. That's what matters. I don't expect myself to be perfect, and I still got a great grade." 
Yes. Why is that so hard? Who right. taught them that? Not us. It's not from us. Don't look she at me. She didn't learn the 96 instead of 100 be annoyed from us, but the I am sure. The perfectionist. Right. The high standard probably came from us. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So self-compassion. Three components. We did self-kindness. We're moving on to common humanity, okay? Compassion is relational and has to do with our connection to humanity. Did you know that? Because I no, did not. I did not. Um, I'm not sure what it means. So things like everyone makes mistakes. Ah, okay? normalizing so it. So normalizing it and feeling connected. So like parental compassion, like other parents get frustrated too. Other parents get overwhelmed too. Like we're feeling connected to society that other people have the same experiences and feelings. Yes. Okay. Versus feeling isolated and alone versus comparing ourselves to other people. We don't want to feel more than or less than. That totally gets rid of the pros. That doesn't give us the compassion that we need. It like Dr. Neff says it strokes our ego for the second. So like we may feel better for the right. second but then we feel isolated. I just read a, uh, just finished a business finance book by my friend Scott Oldford that isn't even out yet. It was an advanced manuscript and he had a chapter that really helped me make me feel normal about something that I thought was something I was doing wrong. And then him talking about how this is totally normal and happens to every entrepreneur. I was like, oh wow, that makes me, I took that chapter and took it to work and saved it and said, Man, I feel much better now. I thought I was doing something wrong. Whenever I feel understood by another mom, all my stress melts away. So you need to talk to more moms. Well, um, did you see my post about the trunk? The trunk. Okay, so I posted, um, one of the moms posted a trunk full of Goodwill clothes and she's like, this will live. Oh, the trunk this, of her car. This, yes, I saw that. She said, this will live in my trunk for weeks. And I and laughed. And eventually get it to good Right? And I laughed yes, so I hard. That. Not because, like, this isn't a big deal. Like, <laughs> hi, Margaret and Melissa. It's hearts, a heart contest. Hearts to both of you. Um, it's not that it's a big deal to have Goodwill in my trunk. I laughed because we're all doing the same things and we're all connected and it makes your stress melt away and it makes your compassion increase for yourself. It's like, see, other moms forget to drop off their Goodwill too. So what you're saying is you still haven't taken this up to Goodwill? <laughs> I love you, honey. See, I'm not beating you up for it. I just went for the joke. Oh my gosh. Um... I can drop it off if you want. No, the thing that I need to do is I have to put alerts on my phone. Yes. Because if I don't put alerts on my phone, it doesn't get done. So, like, pick up Mia tomorrow morning is an alert on my phone or I'll forget. Does that make sense? Yes. It'd be very important to remember to pick up that child. So, drop off Goodwill needs to be an alert on my phone. Anyways, yes. I just... We want to be connected. And she says things that we say that make us feel connected. This is part of the human experience. We all make mistakes. We all have strengths and weaknesses. It reminds me of our children having like a huge feeling and us normalizing the feeling. You are much better at that than me. Well, like 
Of course you would be upset. I would be upset too. Anyone in your situation would be upset. Like you see them totally decrease. Yes, when, they start to like, decompress. Right? You're like the they're out of the balloon. Yes. Like, of course you feel that way. I, I just said this to one of them the other day. I can't remember the example, but I was like, I would be upset too. <laughs> okay. Mindfulness is the third component. And we are being advised to simply accept whatever is occurring without judgment. That's freaking hysterical. She wants me to let whatever happened happen without judging it. Like it just is what it is. That would be an admirable that, accomplishment. That would be freaking amazing if I could do that. You could do that. Whoo! That's a big task for me to tackle. One at a time. Just I one think, at a time. I think that I should journal going through my day trying to accomplish that task i think you should journal going through your day succeeding at accomplishing that <laughs> task as opposed to trying because trying I, implies you didn't I, succeed i love that that's better language that's better language so the more we resist the more we suffer yes so we need to go with the flow of the day it's almost like releasing expectations it's like we have these expectations for the day and I think if we release them, we feel less stress. Yeah, because all emotion, positive or negative, is an either interruption of expectation. I thought it would go one way and it went better. Yeah. I thought it would go one I think more people have I thought it would go one way and it didn't go the way I wanted. That's like Tony Robbins says, when your life conditions don't equal your blueprint, you're not happy. Yeah. I had like one, two, three for like five things today, right? You were very busy today, so even busier than normal. I didn't know how it was gonna play out, and I don't think I had expectations for it. I was just like, let's see what happens. That's awesome, and hopefully it went well. It went well. You're thinking about it. It was, it, <laughs> it was a busy day. <laughs> Everybody got to where they were supposed to. Oh my gosh. First concert went great. Oh my you were, gosh. You got all the stuff driving around and getting stuff you needed to do. It was a lot. You helped out some friends. Well, so she says, Dr. Neff says we can build our mindful muscles. And I think what I forget is that I have to work every day on things that I want to do better at. You gotta do your personal development push-ups. I have to focus on things every day. So if I want to be more mindful, then I have to work on it every day. And she said- reminders on your phone. <laughs> Be mindful. Be mindful. Be ding, mi ding, ding. Are you God being? Damn it! I can't be mindful. I'm busy being interrupted. Are you being mindful? Um. Yes. And like, well, and she says you can do things like meditate. Yes. And walk. Yes. And yoga. Yes. But you could also build it into the normal things like brushing your teeth. Yes, you could mindfully brush your teeth. Well, because think about it. When I'm brushing my teeth, I'm thinking about what I'm going to be doing next. I'm not. Mm, in the you're moment, not present with your toothpaste. I'm, how often am I not present in my day? I'm not here all day, but I would guess there's a decent percentage. I think this is a of when huge. When you're on to the next thing, or you're thinking about the last thing. I think this is a huge topic that I need to do. I think it is. I think I need to be more mindful. I think you should be mindful while you're writing about mindfulness. <laughs> and what is really motivating is that self-compassion decreases anxiety and depression things we don't want i don't want either of those things I don't, I don't want either of these things so the driving force behind compassion is love not fear and that is why it's so effective um it's interesting that she wants us to have learning goals instead of performance goals 
I thought that was very interesting. Did you, did you read that? I, I did read your book. Okay, so she used an example of like a zoo internship. And these twins did the did this zoo internship. And I wish I could remember the details. I should have read it over before I came on here. But one of the twins didn't like how she was performing and she quit. And she didn't like like the outcomes of the days. And she left. The other twin, just her goal was just to learn and be with the animals. So she didn't have a performance expectation. There you go. So like, it reminds me of like, you go to college and let's say that you're not happy with your grades and you quit versus I'm here to learn. I'm happy to be here. Right, it's not about the number. Or like gymnastics. Like you're so focused on what your scores are yes. that you get frustrated yes. versus just enjoying the process. Yes. The journey, not the destiny. I feel like she's talking about compassion with performance goals. Yeah, absolutely. It makes total sense. It does indeed. Okay, so self-compassionate people are more confident in themselves and have emotional strength. They know that whatever comes their way that they are able to handle. That's amazing. That's awesome. And she says that compassionate people are curious about life and curiosity leads to growth. It does. Okay, well, I never thought about that. Well, if you're, if you're, not, if you're not curious, you, start, you don't want to learn anything. I never really right? used... I met people who are like, I haven't read a book in 20 since I graduated college. And I'm like, seriously? I read a couple every week. Like, how do you not want to grow and learn more? <laughs> They're not curious. Or at least they don't consume, they don't satisfy the curiosity by reading. Okay, but I have always looked at it as I'm motivated to be a better person. I have never looked at it like I'm curious about being a better person. You are curious about how you could be a better person. I'm, I've well, never, I've never used that word. Well, there's a word for you. I learned a new word in the book. <laughs> you knew the word, you're just going to apply I've never it. applied it to my life. You're very curious. You're always trying to learn. I am because you I'm motivated. You a mother and a wife more seriously than anyone I've ever met. Right, because I'm motivated. And you're curious. <laughs> I've never thought about it that way. You're always learning, I... asking questions, talking to people. Okay, so she wants us to be kind to ourselves. She wants us to connect to humanity. And she wants us to be aware and mindful. Awesome. Let's do it. I love it. And read the book if you want more because my book report does not do it justice. It's the tip of the iceberg. It's the tip of the iceberg. I could do another one. I could do another five page you could probably essay. Two hundred ninety seven pages. I could do a book. I could do. I could do a two hundred page book. Or you could just read the other lady's book. What other lady? Doctor. Oh. What's her name? Neff. Okay. Okay. Neff. So we're gonna show them yes. the books. Go get the books. Okay. So this is the book I read. Um, backwards, but. That, no, no, not you backwards. <laughs> it's the camera. Okay. So anyone who has read this. Yes. If you have comments, add your comments. We want to know what you thought. Yes. If you want to discuss it, let me know. And my second book came out. You can get it on Amazon. It's there. And my first Whiny Palooza Parenting and Marriage Summit starts tomorrow. It's Thursday, so Thursday and Friday from 10 to 2 on Zoom. Eastern time. And... Um, you can find the link in my posts, all of my posts. I just, holy, yeah. what a week. 11 amazing parent, parenting and marriage experts all sharing their best tips, ticks, trips, tricks, and I could talk and strategies on having a better, being a better parent and having a better marriage. So 
Thursday, I'm gonna wrap it up with overcoming parenting mistakes. And Friday, I'm gonna wrap it up with overcoming marital mistakes. So that'll be fun for me. And I can't wait to hear all the speakers. This is like super exciting. Two major self-improvement days. Yes. Learning days. Yes. Curious days. Look, I was just gonna get there if you didn't. <laughs> oh my goodness. And the podcast Friday is my rabbi interviewing me. On the radio. Uh, well, but they're airing it on the podcast. We're airing the podcast. It was originally recorded on a, on a radio show. Yes, yes. Which is awesome. So thank you for joining us. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful week. This is quite the Whiny Palooza week. Yes, and hopefully we see you tomorrow and Friday at the Whiny Palooza Summit. It's free. Yay! Yay! Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>